Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 10. Sound the sirens. This is stupid. (laughs) Hello, everybody. Welcome to Deviating Tangents, the show, the podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Deviating Tangents, the show where it takes three tries to get the intro correct. And even then, we're we're still not sure this is the right take. This is episode 10, um, a, a hallmark milestone of an episode, being in that it is the first episode of ours that we are now going to have double digits on the episode registry. Woo! Uh, so, 10 episodes. It's been That means it's been two and a half months, because we do this weekly. That's 10 weeks. It doesn't feel like we've been doing this this long. Yeah. Uh, and you'd figure we'd have some sort of special topic lined up. We don't. This is something that hits a little close to home for everybody, though. Pizza toppings. Which ones and how many are too many? Now, I'm not I'm not going to shy away from a good old-fashioned pepperoni pizza. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a classic. Yeah, if, if you tell me you're getting pizza, I'm assuming you're getting a pepperoni or even mm-hmm. a cheese pizza. Yeah. See, when, when I think pizza, it has to have at least one topping. To me, cheese is not a topping. Cheese, cheese is, is just default. Plain. Yeah. yeah. But at that point, it's just bread with cheese. Which like, is, a, is not bad. I was about to you, say. You know. um, but even then, even with just, just a plain cheese pizza, like there, there's so much room for variance there. Like, yeah. like, I, so you can get really creative with food, and I believe pizza is like the perfect vessel for that. Um, just, even down to um, like the hydration of the crust. Yeah. Or, or like, are you using a, a sourdough crust as opposed to, you know, just, just a normal pizza crust or, or what? Uh, flatbread versus deep dish, etc. Do you do you want to try to make, like, a healthier pizza alternative and go for, like, a cauliflower crust? Yes, yeah, stuff like that. Um, for me, pizza is about indulgence. Like... It's about getting... It's about getting a... <coughs> uh, what a 17 inch it's about getting a 17 inch pie all to yourself <laughs> apparently we only call it pie because of the chicago style oh all right because it's, it's literally it's just pie yeah um no so like if i'm ordering from from somewhere like my go-to is a meat lovers with stuffed crust from Pizza Hut. That's just and like that is just so much crap. Coronary in a, a box. Yeah. yeah. So so there's there's an interesting blend there. Like, do you want a lot of toppings? So it's it's just like everything on the pizza, or do you want just a little bit of things so so you can actually taste everything? And, yeah. And, and, experience those flavors all together what's interesting i didn't i think pizza hut was the first place to introduce me to this the concept of putting bacon on pizza Mm -hmm. it had never crossed my mind before because i grew up i'm sure all of us at some (laughs) point grew up eating bacon and we're like this is the greatest food ever (laughs) why can't this be on everything Mm -hmm. and of course asking that question implies that you could put bacon on pizza never crossed my mind (laughs) And so, just like I was like twelve, and we're ordering pizza. It's like, it's like I think it was when 
Pizza Hut had it was probably a little older than that, but it's when Pizza Hut first like put out the website. <laughs> you could order a pizza online and go pick it up. You didn't have to call anybody anymore, which didn't is great because yep. my family is riddled with phone anxiety. <laughs> so it's like perfect, no yep. human interaction. Yep. So it's like it's like what toppings would you like? It's like oh extra cheese and it, pepperoni. Is that bacon? <laughs> you can you can put bacon on pizza. We never did it. <laughs> that just bacon. It doesn't cross my mind to put it on pizza. It does. It does. It seems like, like you said, like an extravagant meat lovers pizza. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying bacon doesn't belong on pizza, but like, I'm not gonna put it on my pizza. I don't mind it. Um, one thing I do mind though is is um, I'm not actually a fan of veggies. Like, occasionally I'll put onions in my pizza, and I prefer white onions over red onions if yeah. I'm going to do that. But I don't I don't like olives. I don't like peppers. It's, well, I'll do banana peppers. I'll do jalapenos, but, yeah. but not like not bell peppers, <coughs> which a lot of people do. And, and, you know, if you like that, that's fine. It's just it's yeah. not for me. I'm starting to grow into my taste buds a little bit. I wish I liked salad. Mm. I don't. But I wish I did. Um, I keep trying salads like twice a year, like every couple months. I know there's a lot with salad. Like you have to have the right, the right lettuce, mm-hmm. uh, the 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 health of the lettuce. It's not mm-hmm. just the type, but it's like some sauces are better, like sauces, but like dressings are better than others and all that. I I do love a good Caesar salad. At, at the end of the day, all lettuce to me, because I've tried a bunch of different like lettuce leaves and stuff like that it tastes like crunchy dirty water it doesn't matter how how nice the salad is i just don't i have never liked it uh but now the stuff in salad mm-hmm. i'm starting to grow more like attuned to that like you were talking about like uh peppers and olives and onions and stuff <laughs> i never used to like bell peppers until a couple years ago mm-hmm. i'll take red bell pepper over green but i'll eat a green bell pepper if there's nothing else so those are actually the same pepper it's yeah just it's different just, stages yeah of it's ripeness. just when you when you pick it <laughs> uh onions i we jess and i went to an applebee's the other mm-hmm. day and i just i got a burger and just like i don't like lettuce and tomato mm-hmm. so i just asked without lettuce and tomato but i made it specifically so that they took the lettuce and tomato off they leave the pickles and onions mm-hmm which I don't like pickles, but I took them off my burger because it's harmless, and I gave yeah. them to Jess because she likes them. So I'm like, I'm going to keep the pickles because she'll eat them, and I'm going to try it with onions. It's like, I don't mind onions now. Where did this come from? Onions and burgers are great. I never liked onions <laughs> as a kid. Like, this is recent. This is like the last couple months. Mm. I'll just take like a string, like a white onion string, and just eat it. I, I wouldn't just eat onions like that well like but... <laughs> yeah it has to be in conjunction with something else yeah yeah but like like i'm not afraid if i have burger taste in my mouth yeah so yeah. like oh hey this piece of onion fell off my burger and throw it in my mouth okay that that's that's different yeah um yeah no onions are great onion rings are fantastic it's like i'm getting to an age where it's like my palate has developed enough where i'll get a supreme pizza i actually like the stuff that's on there now minus uh, the olives i'm i'm, I'm not doing a supreme too many veggies for me it's better for you yeah that's why i'm not doing it (laughs) pizza by default is not good for me so i don't want good for me stuff on it 
makes sense. Oh my god. I get double cheese, stuffed crust. Yeah. Uh, but it's got peppers and onions on it, so it's good for you. <laughs> uh, there, there was a while, or it was earlier this year, I think, uh, to celebrate like the anniversary of stuffed crust or something. Pizza Hut was selling stuffed crust. Just, the, just the crust. Yeah, yeah. No pizza, j- just stuffed crust. Just, just a ring of bread and cheese. I, I get it. That's like the whole nun pizza with left beef yep. from Domino's. I wonder, because that, that took off. That was a trend. You know more than one person had tried that. Oh, yeah. I'm curious how fast. It was probably after the first one that Domino's was like, I never want to make another nun pizza with left beef ever again. And, and then you got all the pe- people calling in, can I get a boneless pizza? I mean, it is. You yeah. can just ask if you like a pizza yeah you don't have to ask for it to be boneless that's that's redundant i mean if 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 you had to that probably leads to some other questions what would bone-in pizza look like what would it be like i I guess like a chicken wing pizza that's just you know has actual chicken wings on it that not pulled off the bone well i mean like what if pizza crust because if the crust is the body of the pizza sure the bones have to be in the body so what would bone-in pizza crust look like would it be like a chicken wing where it's got like the huge like the radius ulna like the the little loop you could put like breadsticks in there (laughs) breadstick bones inside of the dough pizza yeah so you got the the nice chewy dough and then a crunchy breadstick right here in the middle Or is is the the <laughs> crust itself the bones? So getting a boneless pizza means I just want sauce and cheese. Oh god, that, they that send you a, such a mess. They send you a murder scene in a box. <laughs> uh, and and because everyone is probably thinking about it, uh, I don't like sweet and savory. So pineapple on pizza is a no go for me. I'll eat it. Hawaiian style pizza, I am all over that. Yeah, no. Um, did you know that Hawaiian style pizza is not Hawaiian? Like, like not at all. I think the name <laughs> just comes from the fact that like tropical fruit and typically pork is something you would find at a luau, which is going to be more Pacific Islander oriented. So that's where the name Hawaiian style came from. That's my guess. It was actually invented in Canada. I'm not surprised. It, it was it was meant to sound tropical, and and I don't think the guy who invented it has ever been to Hawaii. <coughs> I mean, if I were to pull out of my ass the possible similarity between yeah. what could potentially inspire a Hawaiian pizza, because if you could have confirmed for me that what I had guessed was a hundred percent accurate, and I would have believed you. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I, I don't, I don't have the full story, but I do know it was invented in Canada, and likely by someone who's never been to, to Hawaii. Yeah, I, well, there's a lot of people that haven't been yeah. to Hawaii. It's a small landmass mm-hmm. that you have to take either a boat or a plane to get there, and a lot of people are like 
<coughs> nervous when it comes to sea travel. Yeah, well, there, there's a lot of stuff in the sea. Yeah, there's more sea than not sea. Yeah, and, and, and like, it goes down a lot deeper than oh, yeah. we've ever mapped. Like, the Mariana Trench, I don't think we've fully mapped. No, we've never seen the bottom of it. Or at least not the bottom of all of it. Yeah. There's scary shit down there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's these giant... I don't think they're octopodes. They're, I think they're jellyfish mm-hmm. with just tendrils that just, like, lay... Just splay out to, like, a length of, like, 50 feet. Mm-hmm. And they just catch whatever they just happen to drift by. But they T-pose at you. <laughs> Have you seen, like, the pictures of these scary-ass jellyfish? No, I haven't. I'm, I'm gonna pull it up. Um, this shit's fucking scary. And, and like... So, a lot of people don't realize that, that life is very, very different the further you go down in the ocean. Yeah, because um, you have fathom pressure to worry about. It, exactly. So, like, everyone's seen the picture of the blobfish, and it looks like a blob. <coughs> That's because it lives in, you know, such high-pressure areas that, that being in the low pressure of, of the surface, it just kind of deflates And on top of that, it's very, very dark. There, there, there's too much water for for sunlight to penetrate through. So, either these these creatures need to develop some way of seeing without seeing, or develop their own bioluminescence. Yeah. Uh, you, you've seen anglerfish. Which bioluminescence under the sea hmm. seems like an evolutionary backstep. Because it's yeah. it's dark. Your camouflage is nothing can see. Mm-hmm. So if you light up like a Christmas tree, now everyone knows where you are. <laughs> well, it depends on how you do it. Again, with the anglerfish, he uses that to hunt. Uh, the, the little light looks like a tiny little fish, and, and he uses that to attack when, when they go after it. I think what I was thinking of is not a jellyfish, but may actually be a squid. Um, Like a giant, giant squid. Hang on. But it looks like out of, like, outer space. It's like outer space is happening in the ocean. Well, I mean, when you think about it, they're kind of analogous, aren't they? Yeah. I mean there's no oxygen in space and and there isn't really breathable oxygen under the water and you can move in three dimensions it's very dark yeah the only difference is the the pressure because i think there's the distinct because the vacuum of space is a non-pressure yeah i'm just gonna put deep sea monstrosities (laughs) and see what comes up oh hello there cthulhu Now, a lot of this is going to be, like, artists. Or, oh, here's the thing. This fucking thing. Interesting. That's a real photo. That is an a- actual thing that exists. I think it's a type of squid. <laughs> but, like, there's stuff down there. I'm not volunteering to go down to the bottom <laughs> of the ocean. Are you kidding me? I'm not afraid of, like, open water. 
I'm not afraid of what's down there because I know it's not coming up to my level. Because like you don't want to go down to see it. No way. I'm not meeting it at its house. <laughs> Are you kidding me? It has to come to me so that I can claim self-defense. <laughs> Man, there's a lot of like artist drawings in here of just mm -hmm. like sea monsters. And I'm curious how many of them are not artist imagination. I'm curious yeah. how many of these are real. So so those uh, pirate stories of giant sea monsters, what if they're not just completely made up? What, what if they're, you know, actually beasts in the depths? What if the Loch Ness Monster is actually real? They drained it twice <laughs> and they found nothing, but yeah. plesiosaurs yeah. are intelligent. <laughs> I, I, I don't think the Loch Ness Monster is real. <laughs> At the very least, there's nothing in the lock. There's something about cryptids. We yeah. all like to tell stories of monsters that no one has seen. Yeah. Th that no one has seen, but somehow everyone is aware of. Yes. Yeah. Like the, the Jersey Devil. <laughs> yeah. Or the Mothman. I like the ones that set up not so much as, like, old wives' tales, but, like, literal... Uh, like urban legends it's yeah. like if you live in a certain area at this time of day in this part of the year in this town or whatever there's this uh local phenomenon monster that everybody knows of yeah like uh the chupacabra yeah stuff like that but um no, I... Eh, the thought of, like, pirates actually documenting something that could have been perceived as real. Because it's like, when we think of pirates, it's yo-ho-ho -ho and a bottle of rum. Well, okay, that's that's fair. Maybe they and were it's just like, drunk it's like, it's like, oh, they were... We can't take these pirates seriously. Yeah. They they were probably drunk off their ass and, you know, pillaging, pillaging people. And they just wanted to seem tough because they survived this encounter with the yeah. legendary beast or whatever. And it's like everybody gets PTSD from their privateering <laughs> expedition because no, what we saw was actually real and scared the shit out of all of us. Yep. Yep. Oh, we got attacked by a giant squid. Turns out they were drunk. It was just a starfish. Yeah. I, the story the story that became we were attacked by a giant that <laughs> we were attacked by a giant squid started as oh hey there's a squid on the side of the boat <laughs> even Squids stuff even stuff that we perceive as like harmless or less harmful than other things yeah like yeah. whales yep unless you're an orca whales don't care about us mm -hmm. they're just like they're just like oh hey you're smaller than me that's cool <laughs> i'll i'll just swim by you now yep and then that's it I dolphins dolphins are smart very smart <laughs> um so fun fact about dolphins uh they will intentionally i don't want to say attack but like play with pufferfish and, and oh, yeah, get they, themselves stung they, they, for the neurotoxin. Yeah, they, they pass them around. Yeah, yeah. So so dolphins will get high. They get high off of pufferfish. <laughs> uh, they're, they're also very rapey and gay. Yeah. Yeah. They can recognize themselves <laughs> in a mirror. They can uh, tell when it's them and not just another yeah, thing. Yeah. 
what is it? Uh, Orca. Mm -hmm. Orca can give sharks PTSD. Really? So sharks, they got nothing better to do. Mm -hmm. But they recognize and like memorize hunting patterns and areas. So if they so much as see, or God forbid, are attacked by an orca in an area that they used to frequent, they'll avoid it for up to a year because the orca's probably still there. I mean, that makes sense. Even though this killer whale is just passing through. Like, if a, if a shark so much as sees an, a, a killer whale in an area that they're familiar with, they're like, I'm never going there again. That makes sense. And orcas will... They'll torture sharks. Mm-hmm. Like, they'll turn them upside down so that they, like, go into that fugue state of, like, not sleeping, but not conscious either. Yeah. And then the sharks aren't moving anymore, so their gills aren't processing oxygen out of... So they can't breathe. So they they drown. That's... that's Killer whales are evil. way to die. Oh, yeah. (coughs) Oh, no, I flipped over. I'm dead now. (laughs) I think drowning is a very scary way to go. Yeah, Especially if you're conscious for it. Yeah, for most of it. Like, you get to deal with the terror of, I'm going to drown. And then you get to experience the pain of, oh, hey, I'm inhaling water. And then you slowly lose consciousness as you are in... your brain is starved for us. Exactly. It's just, it's compound layers of not fun. Yeah. And, And just trying to take that breath that you know is not coming. Yeah. But your brain is hardwired to like, no, we, we need it, so yeah. get it, and it's not there. <laughs> and then you accidentally inhale a box jellyfish, and that's what kills you. And, and no one is there to pee on you. Yeah. That's a big misnomer. Do you I, know that? I believe it, yeah. Uh, it, so, PSA time. <laughs> if you go on vacation to a beach and you or somebody you know gets stung by a jellyfish don't pee on it don't pee on it just don't pee on it so the the wives tale is that the ammonia in your pee neutralizes the toxin in the sting that's not true it's the warm liquid nullifies the toxin in the sting so just use soap and warm water and like a, a, a scrubby something scrubby to be able to like get all the, the stingers out of there yeah. and you'll be fine. You will be fine. Because I can't imagine like all of the other stuff that's in peas is going to do anything beneficial. No, if anything, it. I was talking to Jess about this the other day. If you technically, even though it's microscopic, it's still a puncture to the skin. Yeah, exactly. So you're allowing all that waste to get absorbed back into your skin and that's just you're not supposed to pass it through twice so don't don't (laughs) rub it on your skin and it's just bad for you especially if it's someone else's that's uh, that's it some people are into that uh, but not not in a survival situation and even so most jellyfish (laughs) i'm not i'm not a marine biologist so i don't know what percentage of jellyfish things will kill you but the majority from of jellyfish things that I can think of, the victims walk away fine. Yeah. There are some jellyfish that, like, minimal contact will kill you. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of that in the ocean. There's a lot of things that minimal contact will is just a hellish experience. Yeah. Uh, there, there's a, a plant that I think touching it 
will make you want to kill yourself because the pain is yeah. just so unbearable. There are I don't understand insects. Yeah. Insects are equipped with they're hunting insects, but insects of prey. Um have venom or some type of means to incapacitate smaller insects. Mm-hmm. That's if if you're if you're a spider and you catch something lands in your web, you need to paralyze it so that you can eat it essentially. You regurgitate uh digestive fluids into it so it liquefies it and then you just absorb all of it. Mm-hmm. Why does your venom need to be strong enough to to kill 10 people. What purpose does that serve you? <laughs> I, I mean, I think that's to uh, dissuade predators from eating you. I mean, but that's what camouflage is supposed to be for, or in the case of venomous creatures, anti-camouflage. Yeah, but I mean, having more than one defense is not a bad idea. But, but then it comes into the ecology of the situation spiders don't like biting people mm-hmm. because we're not food they're not they they will only attack things that they perceive as food or a slow threat yeah for the i mean humans are slow threats to spiders yes we, we take down their webs we kill them but if you if you notice and this is real if you notice a spider crawling on you giving a bunch of people like oh yeah the creepy crawlers right now if you because this is real advice the best thing you can do if you see a spider on you is to just slowly move so you don't startle it and then just swat it off of you and then step on it or something (laughs) like if you're outside my my philosophy is let it live but if it's in your house that's your house so you get to choose who lives and dies in your house (laughs) That's ever since, ever since I was a boy, that was my mantra in life. If it's inside, I'm killing it. It's in my house. I don't want it here. Uh, and, and to be clear, this applies to insects and, and not people. Depends on how bad the... <laughs> Just because you're they're in your house doesn't mean you can kill them. I mean, that's not legally advisable, but I suppose you could. This is my house. But you invited me here. It's my house. <laughs> You invited me here. Exactly. I can't kill you unless you're in my house. We have fun here. Or else. We're not we're not lawyers. Don't that's yeah. not none, that's, none of this. That's is legal not advice. that's not legal. Don't don't invite people to your house. That's like that's like culty almost. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can just see somebody putting out like a Craigslist ad. <laughs> Want to die? <laughs> Meet me at this address. I'll get the job done. Would, would you like to try our various flavors of Kool-Aid? <laughs> That's scary. Yep. The concept of being so charming that you can get... It's, it's terrifying. That you really. can get, like, essentially a legion of people to do what you want. Mm-hmm. Kind of sounds like what Jesus did. <laughs> and now we're pissing off a whole other people. But it's like there was um, I forget where I saw this. Um, it was something about like cult leaders and stuff like that. I think it was a picture of 
it was just showing like the duality of man and showing how like power can be used via charisma because hmm. i think they were showing like a seemingly harmless because it was used to draw comparisons they were it was a picture of a seemingly harmless photo of adolf hitler it's like right. judging by this picture if you didn't know who this was you wouldn't assume he was such a bad guy and then That's to contrast fair. that it shows a picture of charles manson playing guitar in a church mm-hmm. with like the most genuine smile and it's that's scary <laughs> that these are real th- were real people is charles manson still alive i don't think so uh, I, I i don't think so I, I i think it was recent but i think i think he passed there's a lot of there's a lot of people i have to update my list on who is and isn't <laughs> anymore i was watching let's get off the topic of cult leaders yeah let's i was yeah i was watching there's a youtube playlist um that's like, I want my 80s music videos. That's like mm-hmm. 400 videos of just like stuff you'd see on MTV. And there was a video, uh, Olivia Newton-John's Physical. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen it? No. Have you heard the song? No. Well, um, uh, maybe. Let's get physical. Okay, yep. Physical. Okay, so that video is hilarious uh, because it's her. She's hot. Mm-hmm. She, Olivia Newton-John in her, in her prime hottest thing on the planet like i would that's how good she that's how good she looked and so she's in a gym like a sweaty gym with you see like a bunch of like hunky like Mm -hmm. arms and legs and bodies but when the camera pans out to show her starting the song Mm -hmm. all of these hot guys are actually like fat schlubby old men (laughs) And she's, like, trying to get them into shape so that she can date one of them because she doesn't want to be seen with fat, ugly men. Right, right, okay. And so during the bridge, like, she goes, she leaves, like, wash up or whatever, take a shower, and all the guys are like, no, we have to start taking this seriously so that we can be hot for her. (laughs) And so, like, all of them, like, transform into these hot, young, athletic dudes. And so she comes out, she comes out of the shower and it's all hot guys. And she's like... Okay, okay, this is what I wanted. This is great. And she's trying to, like, pick guys out, but they're all leaving with each other. (laughs) So I don't know if it's an allegory for homosexuality, but I think when I saw it, it seemed more like a platonic, like, no, she's not fit enough for us kind of thing. Like, like, now you only care because we're hot. So it's, like, the whole thing. And then at the end, she, like holds hands with a fat guy and they all they both like have like badminton rackets and they they walk <laughs> off set so I mean, that, that's a decent message actually. so i i talk about this because of the previous topic i don't know who is and isn't alive anymore i had heard that she had passed and i'm gonna look this up right now because i don't think that's true <laughs> This was like a year or two ago I had heard, like, oh, yeah, so uh, Olivia Newton-John, didn't she pass away? And I'm like, did she? Is this something I should know? So taking taking it from me, it's November 15th at 1.42 in the afternoon at the time of me looking this up. We're going to see (laughs) if she is, in fact, still alive. She is. Well, there you go. So Olivia Newton-John is still alive. She's 73. Wow. Hmm. So she was like 
when that music video came out, she was like upper 30s, mm-hmm. mid to upper 30s. She was already the oldest cast member on the, the set of Grease. Hmm. And John Travolta was the youngest. I have actually never seen Grease. You haven't seen a lot of things. I have not seen a lot of things. And, and the things I have seen, like, I've watched a couple of times because I know I like them. Yeah. It's that that I don't want to look into the, yeah. the, the unknown because I don't know if I'm going to like it. I don't want to spend my money on something I don't know if I'm going to enjoy. Exactly. But that's how you develop experiences. So if, if, if I'm going out to a theater, that that's one thing. I, I will spend the money on the experience. Yeah. But, like, if I'm just looking for a movie to kill an hour or two, yeah. like, I don't want to spend money on that. Yeah. What if it's, <laughs> like, what if you're using, like, Netflix? It's something yeah. you're paying for anyway. Yeah. Would you like, would you go out of your way to watch something new that looked interesting, or because you don't know what it is, you default to something you already have seen before? Usually default to something I've already seen because a lot of things are just crap. That's fair, but at the same time, like that's <coughs> that's what I love about the functionality of like streaming sites and stuff. Yeah, is that. I'm paying for all of it, so it's not putting me out any extra money to watch something I've never seen. Yeah. But that's entirely up to the user. I mean, before they took it off, a lot of people who who were paying for Netflix subscriptions were doing it exclusively for The Office. Yeah. Like, Like, people will sit there and watch the office and then when the series ends they'll start, start right back right, up all over again yeah. we used to do that with mash i never under i never got the the real hook of the office i understand it it's, it's decent it's just a it's a show you can have on in the background and come into at any point yeah yeah but i wouldn't use it for that function i don't know I, I, I like the pranks that Jim pulls. Uh, yeah. I That's something about The Office that actually kind of bugs me a little bit. What's that? Is they set up... <coughs> they set up... Not like some kind of hero, but they set up Jim to be like the, the cool kid. Yeah. But like, he's just a bully. He just messes with Dwight constantly. <laughs> <coughs> well, I mean, to be fair, Dwight is kind of easy to mess with. Yes, but that doesn't mean you should. <laughs> and it's like Pam's in on it. And it's just like they're they're the power couple, and it's like I, you see it on dating profiles. It's I mean, like I'm just a gym looking for my Pam. It's like oh, you're an asshole. That's great. Yeah. So if if your if your entire personality is the office, then you have no personality. Yeah. Go make if, something of yourself. If your entire personality is X, you have no personality. Yeah. Um. It's it's. So I got no problem with big women. But like, if 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 all you say is I'm I'm big and proud, and and you need to accept that, do you have a cardboard personality with with no dimension? Yeah, and, that's and that's not telling me what you like. Yeah, yeah, that's just, that's just saying I have to deal with your life choices. Because what I'm <coughs> imagining from that is that we're gonna be sitting around, and that's all you're gonna talk about. Yeah, yeah. I want to know. I want to know about you, the person on the inside. I want exactly. to know what like your heart looks and sounds like. 
not you know like anatomically i mean like from a metaphorical standpoint yeah <laughs> like like oh people people don't accept me because i'm big people want to insult me because i'm big okay so so tell me something about you don't you're big and then what yeah if, if that is your whole personality then have no personality and that's why people don't like you it's not because you're big it's because you have no personality yeah not to discriminate against anybody <laughs> any group in particular we are large people yeah it, again i like big women so it's it, it's it's not that you're big it's that you do that if that's your only personality trait then it's kind of like somebody we used to work with who we're not going to talk about. Uh, I know exactly what you're talking about. That'll be a topic for discussion for another episode because we're at our limit for this one. <laughs> also, I have to like calm Scott down before <laughs> he goes off on a tirade about how much he hates this individual we used oh, to work I with. I absolutely. <sighs> Let's just say that this whole person's this person's whole personality was their perspective of themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And with that, we'll see you guys in the next episode <laughs> of the Deviating Tangents Podcast. See Please you later, folks. Take some time out of your day to appreciate the things around you because they might not be there tomorrow. Yep. Yep. And and, and enjoy your pizza. Whatever you decide to put on it. <laughs> <laughs>